If they weren't on the road for away games, the seven boys that make up Tananaw's high school basketball team are usually in the school gym most nights around 7 o'clock, perfecting their three-point shots. I don't know, we just, every, every, ever since we've grown up, we just played together, so it's like normal. John Earhart Jr. starts for the Tananaw Wolves, but he's not sure what will happen after this season. It's all going to be different. There's not going to be no basketball here. And this is like a basketball community. So. Roughly 200 people live in Tananaw, along the edge of the Yukon River, deep in the heart of Alaska's interior. With only 30 kids at the school, there isn't anyone old enough to fill the four spots that will be left open when this year's high school seniors graduate. Tananaw's first tribal chief, Lois Huntington, says that's a travesty. After school, for them to do something and to excel at keeps them from doing other things they shouldn't be doing, and which is, I think, a positive. The school needs to be having sports for them, for any kid. And it sort of keeps them grounded while they're in school. And, and hopefully, you know, maybe they'll go to a college and, and continue to play. Village locals call the boys the Magnificent Seven. And long after their son has gone to bed, parents Christine and John Earhart Sr. stay up. They reminisce about their kids and basketball as they sip coffee and piece a jigsaw puzzle together. And, yeah, when they were just little and, man, all even, you know, middle of the night, dark, they'll still be playing basketball. <laughs> Early in the morning, they're playing basketball all summer. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think one night I, yeah. I was like, where's my boy? And then I went over there and I heard them, you know, clanging around and, I called called Cliff and Cliff said, "Oh, I got the starting five over here." <laughs> and that was just a joke back then, but, but he, it he had the starting five over there. All right, yeah, two o'clock in the morning. He had. They said, "I got the starting five out there." He told me. And I was like, oh, okay. As as an Alaskan native, a, vi a village boy that that we grow up. Um, just loving to play basketball. Arnold Marks also grew up in Tanana. He's the only player from the village to have his jersey retired. After he graduated, he moved on to play at the University of Alaska Fairbanks. Now he's back in his home village as a high school teacher. And all our heroes are basketball players, and we, uh, and all all of our parents and older siblings played basketball. And it's it's, you know, we don't have like, foot, uh, obviously enough equipment. Our kids for football or baseball or anything else like that and, and basketball is like it. A trophy case in the school holds mementos from Tananaw's basketball success dating back to the 1970s. But one trophy that's missing is the state championship. The Wolves have been the runner-up in that tournament at least four times. So this season, going all the way seemed more urgent for the team. I, I just hope that they like go out and play and enjoy themselves and take in the moment because you know, like we, we've had great teams in the past have all come up short. And even even though we did, we, we still like look back at it fondly and enjoy it. The coronavirus pandemic meant Tanana played fewer games over the last two seasons and they couldn't travel. Last year, they did make it all the way to the state championship game. But Coach Tanner Winters, a second year elementary school teacher in Tanana, says the loss in that game was devastating. And we got blown out by 50. And it was more than embarrassing. It was demoralizing. It was, it felt unfair, you know, and 
We didn't know what we were up against. So this year, winter stacked the season with more challenging games all over the state. They played at Port Allsworth on Lake Clark. They took a ferry across Prince William Sound to Cordova. They even flew out to Sandpoint in the Aleutians. It was the first time after all the traveling we've done, I've seen all the guys just be like, wow, you know, we're never going to come here again in our life. And to And that's kind of another goal of mine, scheduling all that I did, was not just to go play teams we'd see again possibly, but see Alaska. Fans held fundraisers and traveled to support the team. Last month, they were in Fairbanks. One, two, three, one. Where the boys topped the podium at the regional tournament. And headed into this year's 1A state championship in Anchorage, they were ranked as the number one team. The game came down to the final few minutes, and the Wolves weren't able to secure a win over a team from western Alaska's Nelson Island. They lost 51 to 47. What's that? Four points. Yeah. Or if they had one more minute, they could have done it. Judy Gao is grandmother to two boys on the team. She came decked out in Tananas colors, black and red, her voice hoarse and her eyes filled with tears. One thing the Tanana Wolves did not lose this year is the unwavering support of their community. They tried so hard, they dreamed so hard for this, and now it's gone. Uh, I just don't know what to say. Are you proud of them? Very proud of them. Very, very proud. They are the magnificent seven, our whole high school. It's our whole high school. After the game, parents, friends, and family were already busy thinking about the celebration they have in mind once the Magnificent Seven return home to Tanana. For Alaska Public Media, I'm Emily Schwing.